Have you ever seen that episode of Golden Girls where Rose, Betty White's character, says, what happens when there's only one of us left? And it's funny enough because she's the only one left out of the four of them. And crazier enough, I'm the only one that's left out of my trio. So let me tell you what life is like being the last one left. You are now listening to Miss Bruley. This year is actually my second year by myself. Some days are better than others and some days are extremely horrible. My friends balanced me. Crystal was always ready to defend as she had a very short fuse. She was really, really big on principle, so she always fought for everything based on principle. And Janine, Janine was more the loving, compassionate one who's always willing to pick your battles and always willing to be the voice of reason and the one who would be like, forgive and forget. And then there was me, and I'm the bubbly, friendly, ditzy, clumsy, outgoing one. Just a whole ball of happiness and fun. And we had the perfect balance. They provided me with the right balance that I needed in my life. I met Crystal when I was four, and I think I met Janine probably when I was 11. We were friends that became sisters, and just like sisters, we fell out through the years, made back up, drifted apart, came back together. But regardless of where we were in our lives, we've always had each other's backs, and we always stayed true to each other. They were extremely deeply embedded into my life. I would call Janine every morning at 7 a.m., and we would stay on the phone until 8 a.m., and... Crystal was a teacher, so she would message me during her break. She would call me at lunch, and at 3.15, she would call me to tell me, girl, it's time to pack up, because she knows I'm a workaholic, and if she didn't call me at 3.15, all 3.30, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, I would still be sitting at my desk. And once we got on the phone, we would be on the phone for like two hours after that. That was literally my routine Every single day of my life, that was until Crystal died. I was hoping that she would have been able to beat cancer, but things didn't work out that way. It had spread too much and there wasn't anything that could be done. But she was a fighter and she put up a good fight for years. She left a huge void in my life. Huge Crystal is probably one of the reasons I don't too care to get close to people and why I've distanced myself from other people. I never want to feel the way I felt when she died ever again in life. I would get knots in my stomach when the times that she used to call me approached, followed by a feeling of emptiness. There was emptiness at 10.15, there was emptiness at 12 o'clock, there was emptiness at 3.15. I was just empty. I cried at that time for weeks. I probably cried at that time for months. That period of my life changed me and it changed the way I interacted with people. 
even changed the way I interacted with Janine. I began to call her less. I began to message her less. I just stopped interacting with her as much as I used to. I just wanted to avoid feeling the way that I felt when Crystal died. Even now, I honestly don't want anyone deeply embedded in my life because I do not want to go through that pain again. And then, there were two. Janine had a heart issue which resulted in her needing a pacemaker installed. She was on a list to get a new heart, but getting a new heart isn't easy and she was on that list for years. She was doing well until early 2017 when the pacemaker started to malfunction. She was in and out of the hospital, flying back and forth between here and the United States to see specialists. And after they did their assessment, they determined that her unit was faulty. But even when they replaced it, she still had issues with it. Let me tell y'all this. One of the scariest things to see in life is watching a pacemaker work. It is scary. The person literally dies for a few seconds and then they are shocked back to life. When I went to visit her in the hospital, she had to prepare me for seeing that because she knows I would panic. She knows the big baby I am. She knows how frantic I could be. She told me that I needed to count to 20 slowly and if she doesn't come back, I would have to call the nurse. The first time it happened to her, I cried because literally she would be speaking to me and mid-sentence she was gone, her eyes rolled back and then you hear the pacemaker kick in and then she comes back slowly to life. It's not an instant thing. She regains consciousness, awareness slowly and it was the scariest thing to see. As I said, I cried every time it happened. I cried when I got home. I cried in the shower. I cried because I knew there was a possibility that we would not grow old together. And that became a reality in January 2018 when she died. And then there was one. And that's me. After she died, I think my life went downhill after that. I cried so much in 2018. I cried in the shower. I cried at my desk. I cried in the bathroom at work. I cried myself to sleep. I probably spent that entire year crying. It was the only point in my life where I truly felt alone and I knew what it was like to be alone because I was alone. My anxiety was also at an all-time high. It was the most emotional part of my life. And then came the healing period. In 2019, I decided that I needed more balance in my life and I jumped back into the driver's seat and I took back control. I still have moments, but they're nothing like what it was before. I still cry from time to time, but even that is nothing like what it was before. But to keep things completely honest about what my life is like, I did cry a few times when planning this episode. What can I say? I miss my friends. I learned a lot through this process. I had to learn to depend on myself. I had to learn to soothe myself. I had to learn to police myself as there was no one to bounce my issues off of. It was just me. That is probably where I developed talking to myself from. 
I'm not even afraid to admit that I've taken talking to myself to a whole other probably unhealthy level. So what happens when you're the only one left? Emptiness happens. Your life spiraling out of control happens. And emptiness will plague your life for some time, but it will eventually subside as you heal. Once you start healing, you regain control. It's all part of the process and you just have to keep yourself together until you begin to heal. There's so many things I wish I had done differently. We thought we had all the time in the world and we didn't do anything that we said we were going to do. Now, I will have to do those things by myself. If you have your friends in your life, let me tell you this. Love up on those people. Love them. Make sure they know that you love them. Do things you want to do with them. Tomorrow isn't guaranteed. Five years from now isn't guaranteed. Go on that trip to Spain. Go on that trip to Mexico. Go see that artist in concert that you guys have always wanted to see. Just go. Just do it. Because if anyone had told me that I would be by myself at this age, I would have never believed them. We plan to be the old miserable women in a neighborhood terrorizing the children. You know those women I'm talking about. Almost every neighborhood has them. That was going to be us. We were going to be those women. That is who we plan to be after we toured the world. We had it all figured out, but as life would have it, we will never get to do those things together. Going through this process has taught me a lot. One, I learned that there's no time like the present. Two, I learned that no matter how much you pray to God to keep someone in your life, if it's their time to go, there's nothing you can do about it. Three, create all the memories you can with the people you love and be as impactful as possible. Because when they're gone, that's all you have. Those memories and the impact that they left on your life. And four, just love them. Love up on them. Always make sure they know you care. So that's how life has been for me, being the last one left. I have mostly great days, but I still do have moments where I cry in the shower. So if you are in the same boat with me, if you are the last one left, you are not alone. We just need to make new connections and remember that things will get better over time. This is Miss Broly signing out. Until next time.